Today, we are having the lessons learned conversation. We're getting close to the end of the engagement conversations. This is number seven of eight engagement conversations. So hopefully we've got everybody in the organization engaged by this point and excited uh, and adopting the change. But this is our chance to look back at the lessons we've learned and see if in fact we have got that far. Yeah, I think this is a great one too. And I feel like I say the same thing every time we talk, but again, a conversation that is not had nearly often enough. <laughs> we, we don't think about the lessons we've learned from the change before we start the next change, nor do we think about whether we should continue with this change before we start the next change. So super important conversation as they all are. Very excited to talk about this one. And those are two great points. So where are we at in this change? And do we need to change course, adapt, modify what we're doing? Uh, and also before we start the next change, let's look back and think about what can we do, one of my favorite lines, more, better, or differently this time to make it work better or adopt, get adopted faster, get people committed. Uh, so the lessons learned conversation is, again, not like any of these are rocket science, um, but this one is quite straightforward. You know, the reason for having it is identifying what's working and what's not working with a change and to adapt as needed. I give a, an example in the book of an organization I was working for years ago, a manufacturing plant. And we had this one holiday season that everything just went sideways. I mean, orders were orders were lost, shipments were delayed or partially filled, we had staff away and we had a whole bunch of old equipment that just wasn't working. Equipment on the fritz, I think I say in the book. Uh, and so we cobbled our way through uh, that holiday season. And then immediately afterwards, before the sort of paint was dry on the wall, as they say, we sat down with all the supervisors uh, from the plant floor and with some of the management team and just said, all right, all cards on the table, what went wrong? And, you know, not blaming uh, anything, but just looking at what didn't work and let's put everything on the table and then let's do a little bit of analysis of, okay, well, why didn't that work? And we really sat down and, and, and put everything down on paper, on flip charts, as I love a good flip chart, and looked at what were the things from a communication standpoint, from a process standpoint, from the technology or the equipment standpoint that wasn't working. We looked at all these different things. Uh, and then we talked about, okay, so what do we need to do differently next time? And it really did make a difference for, for this group. One of the keys that the lessons learned, you said earlier about another conversation we never have. Uh, so one, have the conversation, which is step one, but step two is really actually taking those lessons and implementing them to the next thing. So what we did with this, um, plant floor, the supervisory team, is we brought it back before we got to the next holiday season, which wasn't the one year later. We had other holidays that were coming that would present the same challenges. And we sat down with the team beforehand and said, all right, what's the plan? How are we going to do this differently? What do we have in place now that's going to make it different? Uh, and it really made a difference uh, to the team to actually implement those things that we talked about. Yeah, and that's, I think that's such a great example and, um, and a great story to demonstrate how valuable these conversations can be. 
Um, cause you don't, you don't just want, and sometimes I think that especially if a change doesn't go well, or if something doesn't go well, you just want to move on and move to the next thing, but you need to recognize that if you don't make some changes, you're going to repeat the history. So sit down, take the time to actually have that discussion and, uh, and figure out what those lessons were learned. And then, as you said, implement them and make sure that you have the the institutional memory, this is an experience that I'm going through right now, is if you have a lot of change in the organization, and I guess it goes back to the change track record conversation, but make sure that you document this stuff somewhere or, or document the, the, the lessons learned so that you don't have to relearn them <laughs> with new people. And I find that, and I've talked about this before in our discussion, I've been with my organization quite some time and there are a number of new people. And so I need to do a lot of this for myself and just remind people actually you know these this is the lesson that we learned from the last change and so that is why we do things this way exactly and having the conversation like you say i think well there's a quote in the book somewhere that i've taken from somebody else not my quote that says silence ensures that history repeats itself so you want to have that conversation because you don't want to do the same thing over again uh and then the documentation of it is so key and i I mean, you've probably found this over your career as I have. People don't always like to go back and read one what someone else has written or or something from the past, right? They think, oh, I'm just going to start from scratch and start over. And I would like to a point every single time that I have finally sat down and actually read the documentation from the past, the light bulbs go on and go, oh, we could have been doing it this way, or this is why they don't do it that way anymore or whatever. Right. Like, it's just, I, and I, every single time I kick myself going, why didn't I read that earlier? Absolutely. I think it's human nature, right? We just want to plunge in and dive in. And I can tell you from the other side of things, because I, as I've said, have been here for a while. I'm the one who's, who's often documented all of that stuff and written it down. And I can't tell you the number of times through gritted teeth I have said to people, did you read the report that I wrote about that <laughs> implementation? So yes, that I think is, while the conversation is important, it's also important to just go back and have a look at how things were done uh, before and what they learned. And that's almost like a part two to the lessons learned conversation is dusting off that old documentation because I too have done many transitions of stuff uh, as I consulted with organizations and, and left behind transition documents, etc. I have a great example of many years ago, I worked in an organization and I wrote the operations manual for the operations team and left it behind. And six months later, after I had left my consulting gig with this organization, I got a phone call from someone there saying, uh, where did you save the, those documents? Because we want to update them. I was like, well, clearly I didn't do the best job of transitioning them and or they've not looked at them since then. So it is but at least they knew they existed. So that was yeah, good. exactly. <laughs> the, but so the, the, the documenting of them is number one and having that initial conversation of, okay, what did we learn from this change? What do we need to adapt, et cetera. But then, you know, dusting off those lessons learned before you get started with the next change, or like I said, the next holiday season for production um, and actually having another conversation about those. We all know people don't really read the reports that are written uh, oftentimes. And so it's using that report as the basis for a conversation 
instead of just expecting everybody to read it. So bring it forward and go, okay, let's have a look at this as a group. Let's make this the conversation um, about here's what we learned the last time. What can we apply this time, et cetera? So it's sort of that second piece. You've had the initial conversation, you've written the report, and then you got to come back around to having the conversation again about what do we remember about the lessons learned and what are we going to do with them? Yeah, that's a fabulous, fabulous suggestion, I think, to bring that that report or the lessons learned to life a little bit for folks. It's really great mm -hmm. thinking and also then helps to guide the conversation a bit. You certainly got the guide in the book here as well, but it's a bit more specific about the actual change or implementation you're talking about when you've got that uh, previous lessons learned document in front of you. And it'll jog your memory for things too, right? Because especially the key with the lessons learned uh, conversation is to have it sooner rather than later, because we easily forget, or we make things bigger than they were, or smaller than they were, or we just simply don't remember uh, what happened in specific. So the more specific you can be, the sooner you can have that conversation to actually remember things and get them documented, the better, because then that will jog your memory too when you come back around for that lessons learned implementation conversation. All right, so the folks to have involved in this one, and it's really, you know, who was involved in the change? And so this can be a myriad of people. It might be a whole team that was involved and they sort of all want to debrief together. So how did this change impact our team? It may be uh, like we did, it was the group of supervisors uh, that I talked about in my example. Maybe you take, uh, you know, a level of people like it. there was a level of managers perhaps that were equally affected across the organization, you bring those folks together. So you bring whoever it makes sense uh, to bring together who has been part of this change or impacted by this change, bringing those folks together for this conversation. And then the questions are, are fairly straightforward and out of the book. Uh, so what's working? What's working to make this change successful? And then on the flip side of that, what's not working? What's hindered this change effort or is hindering this change effort? And, and just simply asking the question, what lessons have we learned during this change? And the key here is to cover a bunch of different topics. So sometimes when you just throw out these blanket questions, people, people will come up with stuff, um, but you may not get to everything or you may, they may not think of certain things that, oh yeah, I have a lesson learned here. So giving them some structure for the conversation. So you can cover topics such as communication. How did we communicate about this change and did that work for you? And oftentimes the communication about a change has been a while ago. Um, so you need to jog their memory on what did we do for communication? Because let's say we were, I've done this lots where you pilot something. And so we did a bunch of communications to those pilot teams that are working on this new system. Uh, and now we need to do a rollout to the full organization. And so we need the pilot team members to think about what was the communication that they did for us and then is that the same, do we need to do the same communication um, when we do a full rollout? Do we need to add to it? Do we need to change it? Things like that. So giving them some topics such as communication, uh, processes, what changed in the processes? What did we learn about these process changes we made about what worked and what didn't work? Uh, what was the structure we had? And the structure might be of how we organized ourselves to make this change, uh, or it might be, the structure of the group that received the change and does that need to change? Uh, technology, what's working from a technology um, perspective uh, with this change? What are the lessons learned? We, we learned around using this new technology or using other technology to do communication or to do things like that. Uh, what did we learn from a training perspective? Training and coaching. So we trained people to do something new. Did the training we gave them work? Did it help them understand how they were supposed to do something new? Did we provide them with coaching afterwards to reinforce it? Do we need to supplement that? 
And then also along the lines of performance management, which may be rewards or recognition um, or how people are measured. Uh, what have we learned on how we've measured these people using this new process or tool or system or behavior that we're expecting? Is it working our new process management um, characteristics that are in place? Do we need to alter those? So those are some topic areas to think about to give people some structure for their thinking as you're coming up with the lessons learned. Yeah, and that I think is is very valuable in this conversation too, as you said at the outset, to have that structure. I also, you know, very much it, it picture the stickies. This is a great opportunity for us to have, you know, a big uh, a flip chart paper per area and you can put a couple of those stickies up. So a, a good thing and also maybe a good thing even some of the things to just let them know, these are the types of things to think about before coming into the meeting. So these are the six, seven areas we're gonna be talking about with regards to lessons learned, start noodling what those may be so that you can come in ready to, to put your sticky notes down. I'm always thinking as, as we said before, time is always a challenge, time to have these conversations. So we don't wanna cut them short, but whatever we can do to get people's juices flowing in advance so that some of this brainstorm time can be tightened. Uh, and this is one of those areas you can potentially do that by giving them the topics in advance. Absolutely. And as we've said before as well, those, those who aren't as comfortable thinking on the spot, um, they have a chance to prepare before they come into the meeting so they can also add their input and value to the meeting. So the key being brainstorm all these ideas. What are the lessons? What did we learn? What have we taken away from this change? And then the next step is, Great, we've got that list. Now, what actions are we gonna take forward? How do we need to address? Are there any things, any things we need to address right away? Are there things we need to consider for the next holiday season and production run, or given my example earlier, or the next change that's coming? Um, and what, yeah, what actions do we need to take into the future? And coupled with always with the actions, it's always that uh, question of accountability. How will we hold ourselves accountable for ensuring that we act on what we have actually learned? And then lastly, just how are we track it and manage it? So, you know, our discussion before about when are we going to come back to uh, read this report that we've just put together? So making sure you bring that forward at various uh, meetings that you have um, before you start the next change uh, and consider, okay, we've talked about these actions. We've talked about who's accountable. We're ready to put these into place um, so that we can do something, we've learned something and we've changed our behavior for the next change that we put in place. Yeah, so it is, as you said at the outset, a pretty, a fairly simple and straightforward conversation. These questions really do, I think, lead, lead people through it well. And the most important thing as with most of these conversations is just to actually have it, to go, <laughs> to work through the process, to have the discussion with people. Well, there it is then. That is the lessons learned conversation. So get out there and have it. <laughs>